Hey everyone, it's Bria and Damage, and we welcome you to Pray First, First Ministries. Ministries. We meet every week on Saturday from 10 o'clock to 12.30 to discuss different topics in the Lord. Yep, and this week we're talking about deliverance and breaking evil covenants. Yes. We hope that as you listen to this podcast, you're freed from generational curses, bondage, um, financial curses, whatever it may be that is holding you back in the Lord. We pray that you're free because whom the Son has set free is what? Free indeed. Exactly. And we love you guys and hope you're fed today. Love you. Yes, in Jesus' name. Um, during my time in life in general, um, I, I, I have understood, I sit under a deliverance minister. So with time, I've started to learn about deliverance. He, he's, he's African, so he know his thing or his, he know a thing or three about covenants. He know a thing or everything about these things. And he was always quick to tell me like, you dream this? Okay, this is what this means. You dream this? Okay, do you understand that you were under a covenant? Like something took place. So I just want to let you guys know before I even um, got on the call this morning, I was up at four in the morning praying because like Bria said, the attacks have been coming in. And what appeared as um, to try to reinitiate a covenant with me in my dream, ironically, when Bria, you know, randomly asked me this week, actually, to do this word, and I, I it wasn't planned. So the fact that I went to bed, I was about to... Um, I was about to, um, yeah, I went to bed last night. I prayed up. I covered myself. I oiled up every, <laughs> I oiled up my eye, my ears, my mouth, my stomach. I'm like, yeah, I'm just covering every gate. And then boom, an attack. And I woke up this, I woke up that instant and I was like crying out to the Lord. And I'm just like, God, this is, this is crazy. Like, um, like why, you know, why is this? even coming up against my life like why is this trying to attack my life you know and it's just I'm just I just love God because he led me to Isaiah 56 and to you know make things fast I'm sorry when you go into Isaiah 56 I'm so sorry y'all there she goes okay Shiloh Shiloh okay the Lord goes on to say in Isaiah in Isaiah 56 um to the Anuchis who keep my Sabbath, who choose what pleases me and hold fast to my covenant. To them, I will give them within my temple and its walls and a memorial and a name better than sons and daughters. I will give them an everlasting name that will endure forever. He goes on to continue going on to people who hold fast to his covenant. And he said, it is not you who broke a covenant. You've been holding fast to my covenant. You've been desired to stay in covenant with me. The enemy may try. He may try to initiate an attack. He may try to initiate a covenant, but it will never prosper. You have held to my covenant. Oftentimes, the reason why people even get under demonic oppression from covenant is because they did nothing about it or it's because they did a sin that they entered into. I have been keeping myself to hold fast to the covenant that I want with my God because God keeps covenants, humans Mm. don't. 
So I feel like in that moment, God was showing me like, listen, you hold fast to my covenant. So within my temple, I will give you everything and within its walls and your name will be remembered. Your name will be endured for the generation's sake of your family, for anyone else's generation's sake of your family. Those of you who choose to stand and keep a covenant, who choose to stand and pray, who choose to stand and decree and declare the works of the Lord, who choose to stand to live a certain standard, who choose to say you will not contaminate my family and my bloodline because honestly, ancestors were the ones at times, your ancestors were the ones at times that contaminated your bloodline they were right. into weird things they were into some stuff that you may not know about but if you sit down and you let the holy ghost you know talk to you you will start to discover when i was going through this deliverance process uh-uh thank you when i was going through my deliverance process i found the lord bringing a lot of revelation to my mind i would get memories of things that happened when i was young and i did mm. not know what it, I, I, I started to understand what he was telling me. Like all of that that was going on, that was not of God. Mm -hmm. All of that that was taking place, that was not of me. Amen. That was not okay. Mm -hmm. And I started to understand more and more and more. So with God giving me Isaiah 56 verse one, I feel like, I mean, 56 in general, I think the Lord was just telling us who keep to his Sabbath, us who hold fast to the covenants of the Lord, us who, you know, Paul steadfast and continue to live the way you're, you're called to live or according to live. Like, you know, you don't give in to the desires of the enemy. You don't go to sleep and have a dream and then wake up and or just continue to sleep and say, oh, it's nothing. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. No, you need to get up. I was tired four in the morning. I was tired. But I said, no, you need to get up. My spirit man woke up and said, no, nah, this is not OK. We're going to shut this down. We're going to terminate this. This is not going to process. This is not going to um germany in my life i refuse i refuse i refuse so for people that dream dreams and just think you ate something bad do not make the devil make a fool out of you you know if you dream a dream and it's something that's corrupted even if you don't have understanding you've got to ask the holy spirit for understanding mm -hmm. um about that dream because you do not want it to formulate um a covenant in your life. Let me tell you something. Just because the weapon has formed, it doesn't mean it will prosper. What does that mean? Why does God say the weapons will form, but it doesn't prosper? Yes, the attack came, whether it came in your sleep, whether it came by somebody that said something against your life. The only way it prospers is if you give it that power. So if you had a dream, and I, I, I love this saying that I heard, uh, I think I heard an African minister say it, or I heard it in a song. And every time I hear it, I get happy because there was a season in my life where I was just getting attacked and attacked and attacked. And they said to me, it's not about who wins the battle. It's about who wins the war. So mm. in that night that you slept, you may have felt like, oh, the enemy won the battle. No, honey, you got up. It's about who wins the war. Who yeah. wins the war? You may think he won that battle at night last night when he attacked you, um, Esther, but it's about that you got up and then you, you, you repented and you became obedient and you submitted that situation to the Lord. Mm -hmm. It's about who wins the war. You didn't go about your day thinking, lolly, dolly, da, nothing's going to happen to me. It's just a dream. No, you got to win the war. Mm -hmm. yeah. And in general, when you when you look at the states, when they go to war, when you look at the countries that go to war, they have many, many battles, right? Many back and forth. It's about yeah. who wins the war.
Yes. You know, America won a few times and we lost a few times. But at the end of the day, there was a lot of battles in between that. It was years of battling, years. Sometimes the great the, the great wars went on for a long time. World War One, World War Two, World War Three. Sometimes you see yeah. it lasting for years. I'm like, how could somebody be battling for so long? It's the same thing in the spirit. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Sometimes we battling, we battling, we battling, but we're gonna win that war. We are gonna win that war. Amen. In the name of Jesus. We win the war because the Lord is on our side. And who can stand before the Lord? The word of God tells you that nobody can. Nobody. So what is a covenant? A covenant is an agreement. Um, when I researched what is a covenant, it is a legal deed, a lease, or a legal contract. Hmm. And um, a covenant for God is his redemptive plan to restore. His ultimate covenant is to restore humanity and its divine calling. You understand? That is why he sent Christ Jesus for us. That is why, um, you know, he came down in the flesh as Christ and laid down his life for us because his redemptive plan was to restore humanity and its divine calling. As I studied more on covenants, um, I realized that when we believe in Christ and he becomes our Lord and Savior, a covenant is established. But what occurred prior to that step in life was a lot of a covenant that we initiated ourselves in by sin, by parents from the womb or ancestors, right? Mm -hmm. So... Do you know what your parents did when, you know, you were younger? Um, did they seek what appeared as wise counsel from some witch doctor? Or were they into any idol worship while you were in the womb? Honestly, you may or may not know. But after this uh, session, you can spend some one-to-one -one time with the Holy Spirit and ask him to guide you on his behalf to reveal the secret things. Because in the word of Jeremiah 33, verse 3, it says, Call to me and I will answer you and tell you and even show you great and mighty things. Mm -hmm. Things which have been confined and hidden, in other words, which you do not know and understand and cannot distinguish. So mm -hmm. to understand the covenants your family's in, you must seek God and him alone because there are numerous covenants one can make. But the solution to all of this, right, I'm going to give you is the three R's. Repent, renounce, and replace the covenant. Mm -hmm. Repent on behalf of yourself and your family for the things they did that you do not know of or that you do know of that has placed you in your bloodline into any satanic covenants, knowingly and unknowingly. Then declare God's covenant over every area of your life. That will be your homework for this week during your prayer time with God. Mm -hmm. So you can ask God to forgive you and your ancestors 10 generations back from your mother's house and your father's house. When I mean mother's house and father's house, I mean mother's generation, father's generation. For example, sin of abortion. Maybe you did not get an abortion, but someone from your line, I learned during this whole time I went into fasting and prayer. Ironically, I was led to go into a fasting prayer with a prophetess named Tiffany Montgomery. I knew about covenant, Amen. but it was like she was just refreshing it for me and the Holy Spirit to go into the fast. And I didn't know it was going to be that deep, but I just started to bring things up because for us who are married, um, it's important. I know you got married, um, but you want to like touch base for you and your partner, you want to touch base for your life before you get into marriage. If you're not married, um, you want to touch base. You want to bring up some covenants for the both of your bloodlines and God will honor it. You guys are now one um, or going to become one, whoever is engaged or whatever, but God will honor it. He will honor it. So I think it's really important that when you do enter something like this, or if you're led to fast, you also don't just include yourself, include your partner in it, include mm -hmm. intercede for your partner as well. So like I said, maybe you did not get an abortion, but someone from your line did. Have you ever paid for someone to do it? Have you ever followed them to do it? Have you advised them to get one? 
<laughs> that alone, God revealed to me during a time, I never advised anybody, but he revealed to me during a time, though it was not me, I was praying for somebody. I was, I was standing and interceding for other people. And I was, he revealed to me that that person was in agreement um, with that spirit, with that covenant, because they may not did it themselves, but they agreed for it to get done. Mm-hmm. therefore that person made a covenant with the spirit of abortion that's how tricky the devil is you gotta be realistic oh, come on so that person made a covenant with that spirit and i kind of watched this person's life kind of always rise and fall so you get in where you need to get and then sudden something hit you like something try to bring you back down that thing comes to abort your destiny that thing comes to mm-hmm. abort the prosperity of god in your life that thing comes to abort we're gonna deal with that the devil is a liar that is where it was coming from and, you know, despite God blessing them and, 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 and you seeing God in their life, an evil pattern was fighting against them. But yeah. I thank God because it's been closed in Jesus' name. Amen. Silo, mama's on the phone. So God, God closed that pattern in their life. Thank God for revelation. Thank God for obedience. Oh, no, 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 mama. I'm on the phone. Take it past me. Okay. Oh, get ready, Brianna Moss. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all Saturdays, I'm just giving you. <laughs> okay, so they, it, it's been closed in Jesus' name for that person, and it can be the same for you today. So it's like two covenants fighting against one. So I realize, I see why people struggle, and sometimes they feel like I'm always in a battle for my life. And mm-hmm. it's not that, you know, it's, it's not that God doesn't want to bless you, but sometimes God, God is just, so he honors, yes. he honors covenants. And yes. that means even when it's wicked. And it's mm-hmm. not that he's honoring mm-hmm. it, it's because God is a just God. You yes. got to understand, man, he is just, that free will card we have is mm-hmm. serious. So, yeah. It, 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 you know, and sometimes it's not the enemy. Sometimes, you know, life does have storms to strengthen our walk. But there is a difference from evil patterns and cycles versus storms of life. Yes. A big difference. You can tell yes. the difference. There are times where I know, like, this is God. Um, I'm yes. going through a storm. And there's times, like, I got to check out if this is the devil. I got to check out if this is, if my life is being oppressed right now. If there's something that took place that I don't know about. Yep. I'm always trying to check something out. So, um. The Bible says, if the foundation is salty, what can the righteous do? Mm. What can we do while we plow and pull from heaven, but we are standing on contaminated grounds? Mm. Whatever you plowing and pulling from heaven, if you're standing on contaminated ground, that thing can come and eat at which God showers down on you. Mm. That thing can come and disrupt that th- what God is doing in your life, believe it or not. Like the prophetess was saying that abortion has a name and it's called Molot. During that time, as I was praying and repenting on that person's behalf, because you can do that, I said, God, I take blank out of agreement with the covenant of Moloch and initiate, and I repent for what blank did. I repent on behalf of that person. I cry out for you, for that person. And Lord, I initiate your covenant over blank's life. Therefore, now, you can speak to the abortive attacks. So then, therefore, now, Lord, as I initiate your covenant over blank's life, no more abortive attacks. No more can the spirit of abortion affect their destiny, their finances, their um, whatever it is, whatever area of their life. I start to speak and pray like that. So after you initiate God's covenant, you speak to the thing that is attacking your life. If it's property, if it's stagnation, if it's um, 
mm, we're gonna go on to that later. If it's a if it's any sexual perversion, you know, some you know, sometimes you even enter into a covenant of poverty by not tithing or offering offering to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. offering and tithes matter, and you, you will cause the spirit of devour to fall upon you. Mm-hmm. Offering and tithes matter, and even if you're not sowing into the church because you have some false belief about that, at least sow into somebody's life. Give God his money. Um, because, you know, it, you know, sow into somebody's life. Pray over it and give it to someone. Help the poor. I don't know. Go on the street. I can't find much homeless people all the time nowadays. And sometimes they be tripping. So I'm going to give to the house of the Lord and the people. If I see them, I see them. But I'm saying give to the house of the Lord. Faithfully give to the house of the Lord. Um, you know, um, your offering and tithes are important to God. And if you give with a cheerful heart, trust me, you will never be without. I, I give. I, I give. I believe in giving to the house of the Lord. I believe in giving when people also say we're doing stuff. Um, we need help. Um, you know, it's not fully my money. Like it's really God's money. All of it yes. is that God allowed me to be in a position to get the money. God allowed me to be in the position to be blessed. God allowed me to be in the position to be fruitful. So why would I hold back the money that God gave to me? Give God what belongs to him. So when we are greedy and selfish and not willing to even tithe or even offer offering to the Lord, you can open the door for the spirit of devour. And that thing will eat the finances of a person. That will lead you into poverty and that will lead you into that. True. You know? So what you got to do is repent. Repent for yes. not wanting to give to the house of the Lord. Repent. If you're not even tithing, can you at least give an offering? Repent for not giving your offering and your tithings. You understand? Repent, repent, and ask God to help you to be more committed to giving to the house of the Lord. Ask God that he will put you in a position as you as you repent and as you give, that you won't have to choose between giving your tithe and paying a bill because that's what God will do. He will make sure that doesn't happen. He will make sure. He don't want you struggling that, oh, you get to the church now, you have nothing to pay your bills, your life is off. Come on, God, that is not even like you. That should not be happening to any of us right now, Father. We shouldn't have to choose between paying our bills and tithing to you so that you need to provide the increase, Father. That's when you got to go in now and say, God, you need to provide the increase because this is not adding up for me right now, Abba. I need you. I want to be faithful to the things of God. I want to be faithful to someone, but God, I got to eat. I got kids to feed. I also got a light bill to keep. You know, America don't care about nobody, but come on, God, you care about your children. So Father, please provide the increase. But that is after you repent and renounce your covenant with poverty and lack or anything you did. If there was times you you were told Amen. so and you didn't, Lord, forgive every one of us on this phone line. We repent of it, God. We repent of knowingly knowing to tithe onto your house and didn't tithe onto it. We repent, Father God, of the times that we could have gave more and we did not give more. We renounce the covenant that we initiated with the spirit of devour and poverty and lack, Father God. Hallelujah, that we are not able to see the finances, but we're not able to see the increase because, Father, possibly it's there, but because this spirit is lingering over the heads of your people, they cannot see it. They cannot enjoy the harvest, Father. In the name of Jesus, God, we renounce our covenants with these things. We renounce our covenants with the caterpillar, the karma worm, the canker worm, right now in the mighty name of Jesus, and reestablish the covenant of God in our finances. We establish the covenant of God in our um in the finances of our spouse. We Stand for even them right now. Father, we establish the covenant of God's 
fruitfulness in our finances, God. You call oh, us to yeah. be heads and not tails, lenders and not borrowers, above and not beneath. And that is how you pray and release it. Release it. Lord, my finances must be fruitful. My womb is not only called to be fruitful, but my finances are called to be fruitful and to multiply. Father, we ask for wisdom that we that we become better stewards with the money you give us. Teach us how to invest our money. In the mighty name of Jesus, give us the desire to invest our money. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. I never used to like to invest my money, but I used to always have a wisdom that said you need to invest your money. You're in this field very young. Invest your money. I came across nurses always telling me, invest your money. And I learned, even if I started off small, now I learn. And I'm like, it's important that we even invest our money. It's important that we show God that we are faithful with what he's given us. And listen, let me tell you something. There's a time where I'm like, God, I can't even do the best that I want to do with investing. God, I'm paying for school. I'm paying for this. God is going to then provide the way for you to be able to do that. When he sees yes. that your desires start to align up. I'm not here to buy the latest thing, God. I'm here to invest what you've given me. And he sees he can trust you with that. And he sees that you are honest about that. God will provide the surplus of income, whether it will come by a job that will invest a lot and match you. And you can just match like this and let me tell you something. I'm speaking because God has done it. I'm not speaking Hello. to you because I'm making Amen. it up. I'm speaking because God has seen that I've been willing to be a financial steward with what he's given me to be Praise better God. at it. And he's provided those opportunities. So I'm speaking because sometimes I find in our community and I think it's important as Christians that we know what it is to invest and I'm heavy on it. And I don't know why. And I think it's just an anointing God put on my life that we don't know how to invest or we say we don't have the money to invest. And it's true. Sometimes we don't have enough, but that's when now you speak to God and God is going to make that way for you. And I know it feels like, what are you talking about? I only get but this much money. Leave that to God because I've been in a situation yes. where I said, God, I only make but this much money, but I left it to God. And then God provided the way for me in the mighty name of Jesus. So let him be, help us all become better stewards Oh God, that when we that we, and that when we sow into the house of the Lord, that we will do so with a willing, cheerful, faithful heart. You know that He would remove every spirit of greed um, or anything that would allow us to not give out of fear, out of fear that we can't pay our bills, which I understand, out of fear that we won't have any money to make it through the week. Listen, I remember before giving God my last, and and somehow I just still made it through the week because <laughs> His word tells us that we will be given when we give as well. Mm -hmm. So that's just some examples of how to pray, you know, and remember that when we repent, we change. So if we are going to come out of agreement and repent and want to initiate God's covenant, because it is not he who breaks it. Like he woke me up this morning and said, you got attacked, but you didn't break the dream. I mean, you didn't break no covenant with me. You didn't go looking to do X, Y, and Z. The devil came. He came lurking. He came to bother. He came to trigger. He came to sow and make an initiation, but I'm cutting that down this morning. Amen. So you have to understand that I didn't go looking. I didn't go. I've, I've come to hold fast to his covenant like he gave me in Isaiah 56. You have held fast to my covenant you have held you have desire to not break it you have desire to not live a way you used to live that could yes. have initiated things to come into your life you think yes. i'm gonna forget you that is what i got from isaiah 56 when i cried out my heart out to god four o'clock in this morning like god what is this god is not you sweetheart and i love it when the enemy tries to make a 
uh, um, a net for my children because he doesn't understand that when he does that, I bless them even more. I bless them even bigger. I bless them even more. I make a mock and a shame out of him even more. Do you understand how you, that God how you let this happen? How you let me go to sleep and this thing come up against me like this? And God's like, sometimes, Stephanie, I'm just letting them lay in the net, though they think mm. that they made you lay in it. Mm. Okay. Word. Okay. God, is very strategic. Okay. God is very strategic. And let me tell you something. Sometimes when he wants to judge harder, when he wants his wrath to be released harder, sometimes he allows them to form the weapon. It's but true. that weapon didn't prosper. It's it a difference. You form the weapon and the judgment of God is even more up against you. The, the, and the, God knows how to deal with the devil. Yes. That's what I've been learning <laughs> over the years. Yes, he does. Um, yes, it forms, but it falls in the name of Jesus. So... If we're going to come out of agreement, we have to remember that God is a covenant keeper. But sometimes we come into covenants through masturbation, fornication, porn, sexual sin, um, which I find that is one of the most dangerous pleasures when out of the will of God. And it comes with covenants. Um, that's why soul ties exist. You know, you may be over, um, let's just say his name is Jonathan. And Jonathan is extremely abusive. But sometimes you will find that the person's body is subjected to Jonathan. <laughs> And um, it's like, why is it a challenge for my friend to give in to Jonathan whenever Jonathan calls to have sex with that person? Like whenever Jonathan wants to do this and that, but Jonathan just violated you last week. And sometimes some people just say, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know why I keep going back. It's because mm -hmm. it's a soul tie. Covenant's been formed between the both yeah. of you. That's why you keep going back, even though it will make no sense. Talk so I'm telling you, it, it, there's something much more than, than sex bound in the two of them. And I'm not saying it's anybody on the phone line. I'm just telling you how the devil works. Mm -hmm. So he knows how powerful sex is. And I think it's, it's one of the beautiful things God gave us in marriage. It's one of the beautiful things. Why? Because it births destinies. It births children. It, it births God's children. Come on, be realistic mm -hmm. right now. It is yeah. one of God's most sacred covenant between man and woman that God has joined. Remember, out of this act births destinies. Out of this ties the soul of two people that he puts together and God honors it, which is your marriage. So just because we married also don't mean that we don't do sexual immoral things that can open up the doors for the evil one. So mm. like, like, like as I was doing my studies more and more, no way is it okay to watch porn together while lovemaking. And I'm not accusing anybody on here. I'm just speaking on, on some things that people think they could do in their marriages and think that like, you know, they listen to friends who don't know anything. Oh, you should spice up your marriage. I had somebody tell me that one day. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, don't never let your marriage get boring. I said, oh, it's not boring, honey. Like it would never be boring. And I would never want to invite another woman into my room. Like what kind of conversation is this? What, 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 type of, what, what you want? Okay. But I said, this is the little things like, these are the little, little things that our people think it's okay to do. And I think she has lack of knowledge. I don't know if she's in the Lord. Can be, because she, she can't be telling me that. I'm not sharing my man with nobody. First of all, I worked really hard to get married. I prayed really. I'm not sharing nothing with nobody. First of all. The only person I'm sharing my spouse with is God. So yeah. you don't need to do that. You would enter into a covenant with that woman. And then you will find that your husband is more adulterous. You will find that 
you can open up yourself up to a can of worms that you don't need to be in. So that's what I'm trying to tell you. It's because some people feel like, oh, I'm in, I'm in married. I'm in covenant. That don't mean you can't get out of covenant. That don't mean you can't open up some doors that will lead you into some sexual covenants that are not of God. And I'm going to tell you what these things bring and these spirits that are so disgusting and foul that many women and some men have dealt with. So it is not pleasing and honorable. If it's not pleasing and honorable to God while we're single, I don't think he would allow it in our marriages. Let's just be real, you know? And I, I believe people need to feel the need to look for something else in their marriages or to spice up their marriages because they're bound with the past sexual encounters with those prior to. That's why it is important to break covenants, sexual covenants, even to the people that you was with before your spouse. Break yeah. it in the name of Jesus. There's no reason why you married and you're thinking of Tanya. I'm just saying, Tanya, while y'all doing, while you with your wife, Mary, that, is, that ain't right, you know? So why people would even think like that? Because sometimes they're in sexual covenants with the people before them, the 10 people that they were sleeping with before they got married to you, mm -hmm. for, for, for example. You got to break each and every one of them. God, I repent for having sex out of marriage, and I repent for every sexual encounter I had with, I'm just going to use names, Alicia, Brianna. I'm sorry, there's a Brianna on here. I mean, Katia, <laughs> whatever the names, the fake names, I'm just using the name. Yes. <laughs> I break it, Lord. Forgive me. Forgive me. I repent of it, Lord. I, I, I release myself. I renounce, I renounce every covenant I made with these women or these men yes. right now. Even the ones that I said I would marry in the name of Jesus. I repent and I renounce for those who I've made false marriages with because my word, my mouth is so powerful. I used to say that to yes. you that I, that I would marry the guy that I was with. And then I said I had to renounce this thing. And he, he, he you know, and he he wouldn't leave me alone at one point. And I had to renounce it. I said, God, I come up against every emotional soul tie I have with him or had with him, God. It will not come and hinder me from walking into my promised land of marriage in the name of Jesus. I'm not married to this person. I renounce this covenant. I renounce the words that I spoke. I renounce if I made a promise to this person and it broke their heart because I did not marry them, God. I <laughs> repent and I renounce the covenant mm -hmm. right now. And Damn I replace Jesus. your covenant over my life for my earthly husband, my earthly marriage that you have waiting for me or that I'm in right now with my husband in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. That is how you also could um, pray against the sexual encounters. So let me tell you how a lot of covenants are established. Lolo, it's established through dreams a lot, a lot. I mean, not just curse words, right? We'll get there, but dreams. Mm -hmm. For instance, if you ever seen yourself having sex in a dream, or sometimes food, eating food in a dream, the devil can uh, establish a covenant through the food. And you thinking that you're just eating food, right? No, no, no. Mommy's talking. So sometimes you think, sometimes you think that it's regular food in the dream, but it's not, it's math. It's math, it's something else. So if you see yourself frequently eating in dreams, I don't know what the food represents, what type of covenant it will try to represent, but you got to be very careful of that you get up in the name of Jesus and you neutralize the food in your stomach and you command it to come out. You command it to be uprooted. Sometimes I command it so much that you start to feel the need to throw up. So yes, if you ever hey. see yourself having sex in a dream, sometimes with a faith that you knew, that is not a faith that you know. 
That is a familiar spirit. And that's just how the enemy can get you to follow covenant with a thing called spirit spouse. So it's, it's weird that, you know, to think that I will be attacked because I'm coming to speak about these things at four in the morning. The devil is a liar, but this word is going to be released. And God knows why. God already gave me that initiative. Like you about to release a word. You're going to release a sound. And the devil does not like that. So let me tell you something. These things marry themselves to women and men and try to destroy and prevent earthly marriages. It is so deep that I have heard testimonies of women coming out that it tries to hinder their childbearing ability and threaten to kill any man that they wanted to marry. Oh, my God. Mm. If show up in their dreams aggressively, a woman said, and tell her it will kill. And she said she lost somebody. And those sounds crazy, but she said she lost somebody because of that. Like she was about to marry the man and the man literally died. I said, oh, okay, this is nothing to play with, guys. So um, sometimes they find themselves, before they get married, the man just changed his mind on them. Um, um, or even worse, get married and then miscarry in the pregnancies time and time for their husbands, their earthly husbands. The, the devil is a liar. It is, it is super deep, but I'm going to do my best to plant the seed. And I declare that Jehovah Jireh, our provider, is going to water the rest of these seeds into the rest of the work in us because this is his job. It is not my job or even your job. The only thing you could do is meet God halfway today and open up your mouth and believe and speak and God will answer because he's allowing this message to come to pass for a reason and I'm declaring and de I am decreeing and declaring that no evil backlash will come out of this session to deter myself or anybody on this phone call from what God is doing God is going to get all the glory out of this and I decree over all of our lives that we bear the mark of the of the of vindication in Jesus name that God is vindicating each and every one of us for listening for being a part of this and for even just being obedient to what this word is speaking yeah. I declare it in Jesus mighty name so the thing is I used to wonder why would God allow this and like I told you earlier you know if we are new creatures in Christ Jesus um how is this running in my life but as a medical provider when my patient decides to change their life and start to eat healthier today, it doesn't mean all the junk and the toxin from the bad food mm. comes out of their body in one day. So the high cholesterol and the high blood pressure don't go away right away. Yes, they made the decision to break their habit, to break their, their covenant with the junk that was messing up their body, right? But, but it takes time to cleanse and something has to cleanse it. But if they keep on doing things the right way, if they stick to the lifestyle changes, they rid themselves of all those toxins. And before I know it, I got patients no more on diabetic and hypertension medications anymore. Yes, yes. In the name of Jesus. So even for a lifetime, some of them become whole. And that is the same thing here. When we repent, renounce, and replace this covenant over our life and live for God, you won't be perfect. Don't get me wrong. But this is this is where this is why I'm gonna address to some people who may say, like, man, so that means if I slip up. I'm back in covenant with the devil, but that's not how it goes. Because God said to me, the very time that I was writing this out, that a lot of people have a lot to say about what David did and how David did, how David lived, like his sins, right? And I said, God, how odd that God brings up David to me. Because I'm like, you know, there's people who are going to be like, man, if I do anything wrong, I'm back in covenant. And I don't want you to start thinking like that. That's not true. It's not necessarily true. Not necessarily yeah. true. Right. I said that he said to me, David did all these things. Right. 
I'm, let me go on to the analogy. It's not a, it's not a card to sin, but God kept his covenant with David and his descendants, right? Mm-hmm. Though they were, though they were to remain faithful to God, following the, you know, the laws or whatever. However, despite David and his son's failure, God keeps his promise to provide a faithful descendant of David to reign. So God mm-hmm. exerts all his omnipotence and on and all his omni. Oh, I don't, I don't pronounce those right to, to do good to his people, and we are. We are that people if we follow Christ in the obedience of faith. So the most practical, the most practical truth any Christian can know is that God is all powerful and all wise, and He's always for you. So God reminded me that David made mistakes, and He knows we won't be perfect. But long as we are willing and faithful, in other words, faithful and perfection are not the same thing, but one leads to the other in some way, somehow. So yes. His covenant and this deliverance will remain. Do not fear if God will keep His covenant or if you will mess it up. The thing is, David always knew how to get his act right god yeah david did not dwell in his wrong to leave the door open or a covenant in his life that was not of god therefore to me god honored him and kept his promise because god keeps covenant and promises and often we do not so if you fear what is required of keeping a covenant just be intentional about your walk with god just yes. keep away from the false gods. Keep away from idol worship. Keep away from people that come and talk about, I'm going to read your palm. Keep away from those people that talk about, oh, um, chakras and spirits. I don't know what spirits you're talking about, and I don't want to know it. Just keep away from their rituals and ceremonies that you know can be satanic, like tarot readers, like reader people, sexual acts that are not of God, and much more. David did commit the acts. David did fall. David did sleep with Bathsheba, and she, 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 she wasn't his wife at the time. He did some He did some things. You understand what I'm saying? But guess what? He also never stayed in his sin. He also always, I always find him repentant. I always find it in the, and even if you read the Psalms, mourning yes. out for what he did to God. Yes. Um, always making it right. Making sure he got to close that door before it stays open. Yes. That yes. is the idea. The idea is that you are not going to be perfect and it's the truth. But if you go to bed at night and you see something, don't go wake up the next day and go about your day. What's, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't give the devil that ammunition. Don't make him put you as an easy target to know if she go to sleep. I know she's going to wake up the next day. She ain't going to say nothing. Don't let him get that. I always wake up now and I don't know where it came from. But if I remember my dream or I don't remember my dream, I say, God, I command any evil seed planted in my dream to be barren. It will never be fruit in any area of my life, in my husband's life, in my child's life, in my womb, in my body, in my money, nothing, God. It won't bear fruit. I command every evil seed to be barren. You said in Matthew that, Lord, whatever my heavenly father did not plant, you will pluck it out. Father God, I command every planted seed from the devil, knowingly and unknowingly, God, any covenant, any agreement, God, to be plucked out right now. Right now, by the fire of the Holy Ghost. So I pray these prayers because my tongue has power. So why am I going to give the devil the liberty if if God has the final say? And I am God's child. I am God's daughter. Am I not important than Satan? I am more important than Satan. And he knows that. But he tries to get us to not think that we are more important than him. He tries to get us to think that he has more authority than us by fear, by showing us these Mm. things in these dreams, by Mm. making us sometimes feel like, oh, if you was that important, you would never have fell prey, you know, to the attack in the first place. But the Mm. devil is a liar. And that's all he can do is lie his way into you 
you believing so that it can become permanent. It shall not be permanent, but it shall be permanent what the Lord has done for us. What the Lord has said for us, it shall be permanent. What the enemy has done for us, it shall not be permanent. In the name of Jesus, what the enemy has done against our life and bloodline, it shall never be permanent. But what the Lord has done for me, it shall be permanent. In the mighty name of Jesus today. In the mighty name of yeah. Jesus today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So therefore, David didn't leave room for those covenants to remain or to stand still or to leave the door open too long. Come on now. We know he messed up. We know there's probably some stories we never knew about him because, you know, everybody can record everything. But we are human. And I just want you to come to this understanding that I'm not saying, oh, you know, you're going to be the most perfect person. And if you don't, then you're going to hell or you're going to be in this covenant. I don't want anybody to leave with their mind like that. But I want people to come to an understanding like God gave me in Isaiah 56. It's so weird. You know, he let the enemy do his little thing. He canceled it out, but then he gave me a word for y'all. And yeah. Isaiah 56, if you hold fast to his covenant, and I'm believing that he's saying, if you just hold on to the thing that we that we made a covenant about, if you hold on to the thing that you yeah. submitted your life to me about, I am going to hold on to you. I am going to make sure that the enemy cannot build anything on top of my foundation. It cannot Amen. build anything, but no evil altar shall stand up against your life and your name will be remembered and why would our names be remembered why would he give me that in isaiah 56 because david's name was remembered and if you think about it when solomon and his son sinned he said for your father's sake for the name your of david i will honor this covenant so when That's i'm true. sitting here and i said holy spirit reveal this word to me as i go through the sermon because i don't fully mm -hmm. understand what you're telling me four in the morning but i'm holding on to it i'm sitting here and i'm ministering and i'm understanding what the lord meant by this hallelujah my name is remembered in the mighty name of jesus and it will be remembered for our children it will be remembered in the bloodline it will be remembered because there's always that one person who decides i'm going to hold fast and i am going to make the change this can't go on like this and out of jesse's sons out of all of them it was David, and it just yes. made me you this morning. In the yes. mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen. I made up this saying that it takes work to undo the dirt. You have dirt in your house. It takes a time to scrub it out. You know what I'm saying? It takes time to scrub it out, right? It takes work to undo the dirt, and it's true. At the time that God revealed to me everything that my family was in, ooh, I wanted to just stomp on my father's head. But mm -hmm. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm mad at them. It was a righteous anger. I said, I'm mad. I'm mad, man. I'm going through all this stupidness because of them. But you know what? I said, Lord, I felt that sense of anger from my family at that moment. Well, when I sat there, I realized that people perish for lack of knowledge. And I don't think they fully knew because if they really, really knew what came with these things, I think they would have thought twice with what they was doing, you know? So I, I understand that we must realize that there are consequences when it comes to sin today. And the agent of darkness desires nothing more but to see you destroyed. It is his job and desire to see you destroyed. So, you know, tell me why if, if people feel like, oh, you know, I'm going to um, an Obia man for a good cause. All I'm right. going to him for some money. I'm not doing nothing <laughs> evil. The Haitians love to say that. Let me tell you something. <laughs> the Haitian father. So the, if you hear the Haitians, sometimes they think that, the people that they go into is their friend. They voodoo praises is their friend. And 
I'm going to this person and I'm only going for prosperity. I'm not doing nothing bad. So I'm telling them, but you know, if God can do everything for us, right? Why do we have to seek outside of him to get it? That is disrespectful to the Lord. And that is why it's wrong. That is why if you find somebody that's talking about, oh, I, I do voodoo for good purposes. I don't do voodoo for evil. Stop it, silo. Now, right now, mommy's teaching. You gotta wait. If 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 sometimes some people say I don't I do obia for good purposes, there's no good purposes in that. Hold on, y'all. Right. Okay, 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 okay. Oh, I'm on the phone. Cut it out. Yeah. So sometimes people, right? People say that they do things for good purposes, right? And it's not purpose. It's not, it's not for good purposes. Because like I said, if God is all knowing, he's our father, he said, put no other gods before me. There's no reason why you need to go outside of him to get the things that God can do. God can give you prosperity. God can, God can heal you. God can bless you. God can help your marriage. God can restore it. You do not need to go out there outside of God to go get a man or a woman. The devil is a liar. So sometimes people try to justify why they have to go outside of God to obtain a thing. But if he is the God of all, if he is the king of kings and he can do all things, you have to understand now that this angers God and shows that we do not believe in him. And that's how you now initiate witchcraft covenant in your life. There Amen. we go. Why would you sacrifice? Why, why, what do you think people are doing when they're sacrificing animals and offering fruits to false gods? It is a form of witchcraft. We can't hear her voice. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you, but we can't hear Shiloh, so that's okay. Oh, praise the Lord. <laughs> screaming. Um, <laughs> okay, so do all things. So, right, so um, initiating witchcraft or covenants in your life is sometimes when you go and you seek tarot reading and you go and you seek opia and you go and you seek voodoo priests that smile in your face, they touch in your head, or you eating their fruits from their rituals or the food mm. that they sacrifice. Do not eat anything off. Why, why you got to bless your food in Amen. the name of Jesus. Bless your food before you eat it because we don't know who it was lifted up to. So we're going to lift up our food and I'm becoming more intentional about that. I know we'd be hungry, but if you buy them from a restaurant, I don't care. Bless the food <laughs> before you eat it because we really don't know what anybody's doing nowadays. To, to keep their business, quote unquote, keep their business succeeding. The devil is yes. alive. So, yes. you know, sometimes if you're wondering why do you feel sabotage or like at the edge of breakthrough, something comes and rid you of your blessing. Sometimes it can be witchcraft covenants that is standing and speaking against you so you know sometimes people make covenants um with witchcraft spirit and the thing is if you don't obey it if you don't do it if you don't do rituals to it if you don't do certain things like the man of god that i'm about to refer yes the hairdressers refer this book to you by solomon reverend solomon called breaking curses and covenants i will put the full book detail because that is the book that i used when i was um mm. I use other books, but I use this book for the fast this month that I did with Tiffany and his book is deep. First of all, he's going to tell you his life story. And then at the end, you're going to have all these deep prayer points. You're going to be tired, but it is yeah. worth it. Um, so sometimes he, he, he goes into details to tell you that sometimes these things stand against you because now it feels like you belong to them and you don't belong to them. But that's what it thinks. You made the covenant or it's not even you that made the covenant. Somebody in your family made the covenant, unfortunately. Yeah. 
but it's going to be broken today. I mean, I stand as a woman of God that has evidence of after doing the fast in general, seeing what God did. If I, if I only, if I'm released to say what, to, to show, to release to tell how God showed me, he delivered, how he delivered, you guys will be amazed. And, um, Definitely, if not this 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 prayer call, next prayer call, whenever I get the release from the Lord, I will reveal, and you're gonna be like, my God in heaven, there's a God. So, um, so um, I'm recommending the book. Um, like I said, I am not the biggest expert, but I feel like I am more than experienced in this season of my life. I, I mean, I never understood why I had to go through these things, but I realized more and more and more I'm coming across people, and I'm discerning that something's wrong and now I can tell you now I can help you now I can better direct you and um you know like I read in the book the man of God informed me that God keeps covenant even though there are evil ones he allows it because like I told you he's just and um it is our duty to renounce the thing that we entered into or that our family entered into as we have been granted free will. It is unfortunate that there are things that we did not enter into, but you know, the generations before us did. But how do things pass down? If you look at the genetic makeup now, I gotta come back to my medical understanding, right? There, you find families that got diabetes, every single one of them. Yeah, sure. Like, where did it come from? My mother, my grandfather, my aunt got it. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like a mirrored issue. But you know, when you look spiritually, if God could keep his covenant with David for generations, like he says in Genesis 17, verse 7, and I will establish my covenant between me and you and your descendants after you in their generations for an everlasting covenant to be God to you and your descendants after you. Don't you think that the same devil who wants to initiate covenants can pass them down to? Mm. He, he ain't going to break them. He, he, you need to break them. He doesn't want you to be free. He wants you to be bound. However, mm. I'm reminded that God says in the word of God, he will not hold the sins of the father to the sins of the child and vice versa. And I remember Amen. one day, this is like two years ago, I was praying against certain covenants in my life again. And it said that the son shall not bear the iniquity of the father, neither shall the father bear the iniquity of the son. The righteousness of the righteous shall be upon him and the wickedness of the wicked shall be upon him. And, you know, I prayed in the mighty name of Jesus that moment. I said, Father, you know, the sins of my mother's house and my father's house. And you said that I shall not bear the iniquity of it. So, Father God, let each man be given to on to each man. I disconnect myself from the house of my mother and my father because, Father, I don't know what they're going to do after I break these covenants, after I go and I fast, after I go and I plead myself and my case before you. I don't know what sin anybody in my bloodline is going to do out of ignorance. So after I break these things God and I free us I am disconnecting myself because I am in no right I have I have every authority to not be a part of the inequity of it anymore I have every authority to disconnect myself from the bloodline if people choose to continue to be contaminated you know there's people in our family line that's not safe still mm -hmm. I am disconnecting myself and I yeah. stand only on the bloodline of the blood of Jesus. Let the new covenant of the blood of Jesus speak for every one of us that disconnect ourselves and let it continuously speak against any evil covenant that would try to rise up against the children of God today. I disconnect. That is how you got to pray. God, I disconnect. I already repented. I renounced. I, I repented and renounced for so many things, even things that I didn't know if it existed, I used it. And I then said, Lord, I start afresh with you and I disconnect my bloodline. I disconnect myself from that bloodline. I disconnect my 
child. I disconnect even my husband from his bloodline. Yes, Amen. even his. We don't know what they did. We don't know what they do. Disconnect. Disconnect. Disconnected. And um, and 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 as I pray. I believe right now that the sins from our mother's house and father's house, as far as even 400 generations back, 400 years and 10 generations back will no longer overshadow our life, Lord. That this day as we seek you and humble ourselves, Father God, from um, on earth, Lord, that you will hear us from heaven and heal our lives, heal yeah. our DNA, heal our Thank bloodline, God. heal our foundations, Lord, that we will no longer be connected to our former bloodline because we are here to hold fast to your covenant. So Father God, you will bless us within your walls like you said in the word of God in Isaiah 56 father father God let our DNA be changed let us no longer be connected to our former DNA and our former RNA in the name oh. of Jesus you see the thing about God sometimes you got to get scientific he made the whole human body so sometimes you could even mention things like that so that we are not bearing genetic curses in the mighty name of Jesus. Sure. Father, we are declaring these things now. Father, that you will flow through everything, every one of us on this phone line because we have been adopted into your kingdom. And for your namesake, Father, as everybody on here does the work, Father, as everyone, men and women on this phone line, do the work to seek you, to seek your face, Father God, to find out what is going on, what may be um, coming up against our life, what altar may be coming up against our life, what covenant may be speaking up against our life. Father God, that you will show them how to do the work. Show them how simple it is. Show them how worth it it is. Father God, show them that if we call on you, we will be free. And if we believe, like I believe for everyone on this phone line, Father, including myself, Father God, as your word has been presented to you in this hour, that you would have your way. That you will lead us where you need to lead us. That you will guide us where you need to guide us. You will deliver us where you need to deliver us. To disconnect us, Heavenly Father, permanently as we repent and as we renounce the covenant and initiate your permanently initiate your covenant permanently initiate your covenant permanently initiate your foundation permanently initiate your bloodline disconnect us our bloodline our children's bloodline our marital bloodline and our foundations from those you have allowed us to come through because father you said you will not hold the sins of those before us to us father there may be more sins that our family can do in ignorance and we have no control over that but you are a fair and just god but we yes. have control over what we do and we come with repentant hearts before you to reconcile and continuously permanently establish a new foundation and your covenant over every area of our life, Father yes. God. Yes. Hallelujah. Over every area of our life, Father God. Over our wombs, Father God. Over our health, Father God. Over our finances, Father God. Over our children, over their identities. I don't care what runs in the family. I don't care if it's homosexuality. I don't care if it's bisexuality. I don't care if it's lesbianism, Father God. We disconnect ourselves, Father God. It will not it, flow through the bloodline of our children. It, it will not flow no. through the bloodline of our marriage. I don't care if it's poverty this morning, Father yeah. God. You said we should be fruitful. You said in Deuteronomy yeah. that we shall be heads and not tails, lenders and not borrowers. Father yeah. God, let the season of borrowing come to an end today, Father God. And Jesus, we pick Jesus. up on the covenant that needs to be broken, Father Thank God. You, we replace your covenant of fruitfulness over our life, Father God. Therefore, we shall not borrow. We shall never beg for bread because the Lord is our provider. Yes, you are yes, our daddy, Lord. oh, this morning, Father. You, we shall Jesus. be above and not beneath, you, Father Jesus. God. You said even in fame and the children of God will be fine. We will be preserved this morning, Father God. We come out of every agreement right. and covenant with lack that would allow your children to not have enough, Father God. 
Don't let allow your children to have enough to even give offering or tithe, Father God. The devil is a liar, God. Forgive us for any time we allow the spirit of the devourer to come in and initiate covenants over our life. We renounce those covenants right now in the name of Jesus. We renounce every covenant that we entered into through sexual sin, through any demonic dream that came, oh God, and put a cheat of defilement or pollution in our life, Father God. We repent that we allow the dreams to even come to pass. We repent that we renounce the covenant, oh God, and we renounce and we come in agreement with the Lord God Pollute the children of God while they come to temple as the tonight, oh God. I mean, this day in the name of Jesus. We come out of agreement, oh God. Father God. Some people are not getting things, Holy Spirit, because there's a covenant fighting 
fighting against them. Some people, Father God, are not walking, oh God, in their deliverance because there's a covenant fighting and speaking against them. But this morning, God, we lift it up to you. We lift it up to you. Let the hammer of God destroy every covenant. It will yes, not stand Lord. in the name of Jesus. And I, I pray that if everyone keeps you off this phone line, God, that you answer and you deliver them the same yes. way you delivered mm. me. I stand Amen. in my deliverance. I stand as a, as a witness. I stand as a testimony that God does deliver us from evil covenants. I stand as a testimony that God can deliver you from evil covenant and God will keep you and God will show you how to be kept and God will disconnect your bloodline. I stand my God as a testimony that God will and God can and God desires to do these things for his children. And I stand as a witness today to say that God will do it for you right yeah. now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for this word. We thank you for the revelation. My God, you know that I woke up and I was just even mad at one point that I was attacked. But Father God, out of the attack came revelation mm -hmm. for this day out of, a, out of the attack that never prospered in the name of jesus Hallelujah. came an additional Hallelujah. word and revelation for this moment god you knew that you were going to use me in a mighty way so i thank you god it is not by my might but it is by your spirit today that everyone is set free and keep in mind that who the sun sets free is surely free indeed so god yes. i pray that you lead some of them to fast i pray yes. that you lead some of them to push i pray that some of them get the stamina to just get up and say enough is enough mm. and push and fast and pray and seek the face of the lord regarding these things and that's you lord god will answer them in all your goodness and all your mercy and all your grace Hallelujah. 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 Hall free indeed yes, in the Lord. name of Jesus yes, Christ. Father, the plans of the enemy have been aborted in, in her life Jesus. and in our Glory lives in the name of Jesus, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Thank you, Lord, for opening you, our Holy eyes, God. Lord God, that thing that we are going through. Father, it, it is not because of what we do. We had nothing to do with some of those Thank things. But yes, because Lord. of our generation behind, in yeah. the name of Jesus, our bloodline, in the name of Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Lord Jesus, our mothers and fathers out, in the name of Jesus. But today, today, today we leave Egypt. We live slavery, we live bondage yes, in the name of Jesus. We cross Jordan and we go yes, to the Lord. promised land in the name Amen. of Jesus. Jesus. What's Beautiful supposed to happen in a year? It will happen in a day. In, in the, the name, name of Jesus. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, 
Thank you, Amen. Jesus. It is befitting that in a week or so, it's Passover. Where we pass over, Lord. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we honor you. We honor you, Lord Jesus. Lord, you are El Olam, the eternal God, the everlasting God who dwell among your people. Lord Jesus, thank you. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you for this day. This food, Lord Jesus, we taste you and see that you are good. Blessed yes. be your name, Baruch Hashem, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.